0: Django. Django. Django.
1: Ladies and Gentlemen, we are Episode sixty eight. Enter the lab, Elvis Escobar, myself, that guy, Fort Sama. Yes, sir. Um, Excited about this episode. As we go live on Monday night, we had to make sure we accommodated our guest. Um, Before we have that guest enter the lab, um, we're going to make sure that we, you know, have a little intro to this episode, just uh, as the link is being sent out to friends and family, you know, so they could join in and, and watch it, give us feedback or whatever, um,
2: I need the little intro. I need the little intro to get right emotionally, physically. I'm still recovering from St. Patrick's Day, slowly but surely. (laughs) Yesterday I
1: had depression all day. You know that that after alcohol depression? Like, what did I do? Yeah,
2: no, absolutely. Look, I'm going to say this right now, and I don't care. You can debate your barber. You can debate your drunk uncle. You can debate whoever you want. If you're not in Savannah, Georgia, on St. Patrick's Day, you're doing it wrong, man. Hmm. You're doing it wrong. 100%. The only other place would probably be fucking Ireland. But, man. <laughs> when New I York does it that, big.
1: New York and I think Boston and Chicago actually have yeah. some of the biggest ones.
2: Man, downtown Savannah was crazy. And the thing is, it's like an older town and it's small. Mm-hmm. So, it just—it just it's just that much more like insane and they usually die the river green on river street but they mm-hmm. haven't done it lately so i didn't get to see that but no man
1: yeah i was shocked when was... i seen you facetiming me looking all you super festive festive right did you have I glasses was... on i don't know if you have a picture i did i did show, but... i did
2: have some glasses on i was wearing look i was wearing my, my um dunks so i was straight I got to clean them now, though.
1: Yeah, I can't. That's a bold (laughs) move, brother. Yeah, it's funny because I thought the same thing. I was going to wear my like white Mocha 3s that my mom got me, uh, which would have been fitting because it's like it's, uh, you know, it's special to me because she bought them for me. But it's also, uh, you know, I don't want to fuck up the pair too much. So I went with a little, you know, Jordan 11, uh, checked them the next morning. Not ruined. That's a fucking victory.
2: Yeah, no, mine mine aren't ruined. They're just little, you know, water, alcohol, whatever no, else. Nothing it may nothing the street. A little dirt.
1: No. Yeah, alcohol little, pad no. or something can.
2: Yeah. Chicago dies the river green. Yeah, I've seen that.
1: Oh, I see people are commenting. Good. Yeah, Thank to you to for joining. Oh, Fender Bender back. He took yeah. off last week. We still yeah. don't know if it's a male or a female. I should we actually check myself Yeah, he's, he's myself on our on ass that. too. Pause. He said late. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> That's funny. I changed the, uh, yeah, I made sure I changed the t- time from 8 to 8.10 uh, just for people like them, they. Um, <laughs> <then> they. <laughs> I'm just sending this out to a couple more people. But, yeah, obviously, you know, we'll 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 talk some shop. Uh, With the guest that enters the lab shortly, we'll have, you know, after they leave, we'll talk about the weekend of whether it's sports, news, and randomness. We got WBC, World Baseball Classic going on, Mexico, Japan, Um, USA's already in the finals. Shout out
2: Trey Turner, man.
1: Yes. Well, we'll we'll talk about that later for sure when we're chopping it up. We got, uh, obviously, the UFC is going to be a heavy topic um, on this podcast. Uh, We'll keep the... the the people guessing of who we got on but um but also we have uh ncaa march madness uh super upset sweet 16 starts on i feel like
2: every every march madness just gets better and better and better i don't know if it's just because i don't know I, i really don't know what it is this year but like i am all with the upsets (laughs) <laughs> and I think it's gonna keep getting like that. There's gonna be a lot more parody going on with these schools, especially with the NIL stuff.
1: Yeah, I got a, I got a few things to say on that, and I'll probably send you a video later uh, that I want you to play, just because that point the parody of uh, college hoops is um, it's 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 costing uh, universities and everybody billions and millions of dollars because. The shift, the cosmic shift in that um, industry and sport is insane how quickly it just within five years just went from being those, quote unquote, blue blood uh, top 10 universities in basketball dominating to, man, uh, there's no there's no clear cut uh, way to, to to advance in the tournament, which is awesome as fans. Uh, I don't have a, a college I went to, so I don't give a fuck.
2: Yeah. no. Hey, look, I didn't have a college I went to either, but FAU is doing their thing. And there's a high possibility it's going to be FAU Miami in the final. We can get it all Florida, all South Ooh. Florida. I'm just throwing it out there. South Florida would be crazy. Boca Raton going to shut down if FAU makes it to the NCAA championship. I can tell you that.
1: That'd be wild, right? All right, brother. Uh, we have a lot of things. Like I said, this is going to be a, a fun episode. We'll have a guest uh, join us in a couple of minutes. Thank you guys for um you know joining us live in the feed definitely like the episode um subscribe like, to us comments, if you aren't already please follow follow it only we're up. only like
2: 10 followers away from a thousand on instagram by the way Ooh, that's another so thing so we're, we're getting there we're getting there yeah, and we got 151 we got. followers we're you know a, close to 200 just you know pat on the back
1: we're pretty low maintenance when it comes for asking about things like that so it's like it's only a way to help us out how do you support local business you buy something. How do you support a podcast or some creativity that your boys are doing? Doesn't cost you shit. Just fucking you hit a post, couple buttons whatever. and you're good. Yeah. All right, Absolutely man. Good. So Fort Salma introduce our guest that is entering yeah, the without, lab.
2: Without further ado, see, this is this guy, man. Me me and this guy kinda of go back. We've never really been too close or stayed in communication, but he's always done his own thing. I've kinda of always done my own thing. And I mean uh, I remember doing a job at at his house too, electrical job with my dad way back in the day. And him and his pops, man, like when I tell you just like the definition of like teamwork and loyalty and just wanting everyone to succeed, like you look up these two people and it's right there and just motivation 101. If you want to like wake up one day and you need someone to motivate your day, just go on, just go on these Instagram pages, watch these videos. Because when I was back in high school, I remember them coming out, doing stuff just to keep people fucking moving and healthy and everything. And I'm almost done with the intro. But one of the people I love playing basketball with the most, just because he passes me the ball. <laughs> I'm thinking about the fucking Ron Artest fucking videos. Like, Kobe passed me the ball. Kobe passed me the ball. So, you know, my guy, Rio Santana. From ISP Fit, welcome into the lab, my guy.
0: What up, what up, what up? I I remember you actually d- passing me the ball, I think, like, six times, playing.
2: <laughs> he was, your like, counting down. Bro, your
0: eyes are up. You're like, ball,
2: <laughs> break
0: out the gun. Oh, He's shit. No. no.
2: Yeah. Damn. Oh,
0: Thanks for, guys, having me on. Appreciate it. Watch the show. Love the show, Like what you guys are doing. Love the personalities. Um, you know, it's not too, like, commercialized, and it's not too off the rim where you guys are just like, what the hell are these guys talking about? You guys have you guys have a good thing going, uh, and I uh, appreciate the invite, fellas.
2: Hell yeah, man. No, absolutely. I, I appreciate you taking time. You know, I know you guys got a lot going on. You guys are busy. So anything that you can just come on and help us, Bro, what, we and word, what we want to do and what we want to accomplish.
0: <laughs> busy is not the word. It's like I love doing stuff like this because it that helps me, like, kind of like Calm down a little bit. Yeah, bro, IH, IHP is like we're, this April will be 22 years in business, longest lasting gym in Boca, uh, and family, yeah. family owned. So that's 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 cool as well too. But it's like it's like a machine gun there every single day, man. You don't know what you're gonna walk into. The good thing is it's always positive. There's no BS. There's no bullshit. Uh, we make our own rules. Uh, we get to choose who we work with. We get to choose who comes on the team and everything. And uh, it's a it's a blessing to be a part of it and just see the, the growth of it since shoot, I was 10, 10 years old, 11 years old. so yeah, man. It's uh, not a lot of good people say that. And on top of that, I get to work with pops. So,
2: yeah, no, I feel like, man, like, like the my dad and I's relationship changed drastically when I left South Florida for the better, okay. for the better. And now, like every time I go back, like you know, just being with him and spending as much time as possible with him is has like greatly improved my life. Like I talk to my dad more than I talk to my mom now, which is crazy because I always used to talk to my mom. But yeah. the fact that you're able to do that on a on a daily basis, and I thought when you said that "busy" is not the word, I thought you were going to say "blessing." That's what I thought you were going <laughs> to go with, <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: bro. If if the
0: like today, it just the. The people that you get to work with are pretty much your family, right? I, I see them there more than I see my own family. I'm there. I always tell people, when you come to IHP, it's my home. My my home is actually my home away from home. I'm, I'm at IHP every day, Ron, and it never feels like work. But when you get to deal with the fighters, the athletes, um, the moms, the dads, the kids, every walk of life comes in through there, and everybody has their own story. Like I, I tell people all the time, if you could hear just what the IHP walls could say, you'll you'll you get get a tissue box ready because you, you'll hear crazy crap, crazy stuff.
2: Yeah, that's um, kind of how I wanted to start this off. After you know, kicking it for a little bit, kind of just want to know how IHP really got started. What was like the idea behind it? How you know, how did it go? Was it something that your dad or you always envisioned? How how was that? Because I have like hopes of doing something similar. To you as well in, in the future.
0: It was it was pops. I gotta give you know credit where credit is due. I was t- I was ten years old, eleven years old. So, you know, my dad went from being a, bro, the the story that my dad has that could be an episode alone. Okay, from being grown up in Cuba, coming down to Miami, dealing with the whole eighties and seventies, and that, down in Miami, that was those cocaine cowboy days. Those that was wild stuff, like the stuff that you see on Netflix actually happened. I'm not speaking of, it. you know, my own personal stuff, but um, yeah. just just saying that everybody has their own little story. And my dad went from there to college, uh, actually went to the U, um, actually did a couple practices as the fullback and experienced one head-on collision. He goes, you know what? Football's not my thing. I'd rather take punches to the dome than get cracked by a 275 pound linebacker. And he's like, yeah, I'm good. So he always in in mixed martial arts and everything, karate, judo, wrestling, boxing, the list goes on and on and on and on. And then a wild turn happened, he was a part of a band and then he owned a bar actually where FAU has a bar at. And I think it's called the Night Owl in Boca right near Fifth Avenue shops. My dad owned a bar there. And then this big head was born and he sort of changed his whole lifestyle um, was going to school to become a personal trainer. And then one thing led to another where he had a couple partners and said, listen, let's, let's open up a gym. And that was 2001, April, we opened up IHP, um, actually the first picture taken of IHP. If you zoom in on Google, you see my big ass head running with a diaper on. I think a diaper on or some like shorts on, I think I was too old for diaper surprise so and like jorts on. And, um, and yeah, that was, that was it. I remember staying across the street when it was dirt on the floor and he said, Hey son, this is going to be the best gym in in South Florida. And then it actually got voted best gym in the nation, 11 years running. So the rest is, the rest is history, bro.
1: So that, and, and that's why I love that we have you on because you're somebody we followed super early and we've, we've interacted, um, you know, as, two people who run a social media account or, or a podcast, you, you will, I always see conversations that four having with you. And sometimes I'll even get into having conversations with people. I don't know, but Hey, oh. we know each, if we know, if we have a mutual, uh, person as a friend, that means, you know, we're friends as well. Oh, yeah. Um, so we followed you for a while and I'm always intrigued by, I was raised on uh you know, boxing growing up, um, MMA and UFC, I got into late. My brother got into it super early, uh, probably earlier than um, most people did in the super early days of John Jones. And I never really paid attention to it. But um, it's funny uh, doing this podcast, talking to Ford, becoming more friends with him. It's made me completely um, appreciate something I've never done before. Well, I've never done boxing before, but that that and respect that lifestyle. Cause it's not yeah. just like a sport you just pick up. No, it's a, it's a way of life. Um, mm-hmm. were you somebody that did that early on in your life and then it came or did the business happen and then you got into it?
0: No, man, I've always been a part of athletics before I could walk. My dad said, man, I had a quarterback arm at like the age of two. I remember I had a babysitter that was like five yards away from me and I'm sitting in the front yard with a little Nerf football and I beamed her right in the head. And my dad goes, we got a quarterback on our hands and then i played soccer i played basketball played football did karate did judo did boxing uh watched my dad work with spanish spanish uh spanish river wrestling so got involved with there but i've always been in athletics i've i I've, I've, i was never a type of person that's like i don't want to move today i was always doing something always doing something um So yeah, I got into more karate and more judo at a young age because that's what sort of my dad was doing and he was dealing with at the gym. So I was like, oh, those guys look crazy cool, crazy in shape. I want to do it. And then I remember I get it. I got tossed. Boom. I was like, maybe I want to do boxing and got into boxing and then boom, took a punch to the thumb. I was like, maybe I want to go to wrestling. And so I sort of mixed in everything. Um, again, my dad coming from the combat aspect, I started watching UFC when it was UFC one with no rules whatsoever. I remember sitting on my dad's lap and we watched American guy and a huge, I think African sumo wrestler, he came after this guy, and there was no weight classes. This guy was maybe 185. Similar guy was plus 300. Guy came right at him, knocked him 2-20 in the front row. I cried like a little bitch, bro. I I was like, no, I don't want to watch this anymore. Let me go back to you know, let me let me watch boxing. Let me watch football. Let me watch something else. As a, as a baby, I remember I was like, oh my gosh, this must be fake, and my dad loved it. He was like, yeah, let's go. And that's when UFC was only doing like two shows a year, three three shows a year. So it was it was like. Crazy, my dad was like, Make this thing a thing. So, I grew up actually watching more UFC than boxing, and then I started working with some of the boxers at Police Athletic League in, in, in Boca. Danny knows of that spot, and um, and so I sort of had a healthy balance of both sports. But if you had to ask me, real like, if you had to bet the house on it, will you what are you more invested in? Oh, UFC, MMA, Bellator, Strike Force, Pride Days, all that stuff. That's
2: what I grew up watching. Nice, yeah. I, I recently just started getting like way more into it, but I do remember watching like older stuff when it was on like Spike TV or yeah. some shit way back in way back in yep. the day. And yep. I mean, there there really was no rules. Like you pretty much had to be almost dead for the ref yeah. to the kind <laughs> of decide. This, this is enough. Yeah. So no, that's that's awesome that you brought that up because like it's not only like is, has it been great to see like all the changes that it's done with like the rules and everything, like the growth as a sport it has been like immense. Like whoever inve- invested in UFC and shit is, is yeah, if well you guys
0: right want to do something like critical I think it's on it may be on like Amazon Prime or or UFC fight Pass the documentary of how UFC was became UFC. And bro, the story on that is second to none. I don't, you I don't know You said that
1: that's on their, their app, right? They they have an app UFC, right? Yeah, I
0: think it's UFC Fight Pass. And then if you go to like the library, if you look up maybe UFC documentary.
1: Yeah, uh, I love shit like in, that,
0: dude. Yeah, if you just type it in on Google, UFC documentary, and you know how UFC got started, you know the links will pop up left and right. And I think yeah. it's one episode, it's about I think two hours long, an hour and a half long, and it shows you that like they were on the brink, literally their one show. It was I think it was Chuck and Tito with Dana White was managing both of them. And they said, man, if this thing like they said it like after this is aired, it's, it's done. It's a wrap. And they put us, they put a show on for the, for the ages. And then one thing led to another. And then the next breakup, next breakout stars were um, Forrest Griffin and the Ultimate Fighter. And that fight that was crazy. And that took it to another level. And then so forth, so forth. And then now you're dealing with guys like Conor McGregor, John Jones, Izzy, all these, all these pretty much not even fighters anymore. They're, they're walking ATMs.
1: 100%. And, and, and that's, be, and that's beautiful. In uh, cause I'm always fascinated by business, went to school by business. And uh, I'm an entrepreneur now where I'm always fascinated about from the ground level to what it becomes, whether it's a million, billion dollar existence or a business. And you see a lot of these companies, they tend to hyper succeed right before they're about to fail. You know, yep. one of the ones like Apple and Mac and, and Steve Jobs doing that is is one of those that stick out to me that they were basically on the brink of of going down but um as I'm looking at your, your uh your I um IHP fit Instagram going through you know some of the people I know, some of the people I don't. Um it's always a good promotion uh as you have uh a lot of followers, 40,000 almost and you're on our platform which isn't that big but um for the people the the, whoever's listening and watching uh now or later this week uh talk to me about who you have training because i know as at looking at it now and we posted the link to go follow and some of the videos are awesomely produced um they
2: really are though you guys you guys your video stuff is like yeah fire i love it
1: who do you I'm have training about. at your gym now? Previously, how did that come about? Like, you could. This is the this is the time I want you to like brag a little bit. It's dope. Yeah, talk. Your um, shit.
0: man, I'll give you the short end, but I'll give you the, the the details. So I'm pretty sure you guys are familiar with American Top Team down here in South Florida. Okay, my dad and IHP were the original branch of their strength and conditioning. When Tiago Alves got started, Tiago Silva got started, Jeff Munson, Dean Thomas, and he, they, we were the branch before ATT was ATT. It was just a bunch of guys traveling from gym to gym and working out. And they chose my dad, chose IHP, were, had a huge blessing. And we had about, started with maybe six guys, six guys turned into 15, 15, turned into 20, 20, 20, 25, and then... You know, like every other business, every relationship, nothing lasts forever. American team, American top team, blew into this huge facility. This huge team had a bunch of outbreak stars, uh, and they were the biggest thing in South Florida. I mean, they're still one of the biggest teams. I think now, uh, fifteen years in, um, they have a huge, huge gym. I mean, it's it's a college. They have they have movie. Th- they have everything there. It's it's insane. Um,
1: so Is that's that gym insane. literally? By FAU, is it FAU? That, no, no. So they're in. They're a little. They by a college. Near
0: a few. They're a little bit like, I think lions and somewhere. Yeah, around. they're like near
2: Creek. They're like yeah. near Coconut uh, Creek. Yeah yeah. 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 yeah, yeah,
0: near White yeah. Water Park, like in that yeah.
1: type of boondock area. That That, over that there.
2: place is a campus dog. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, then never mind. I'm sorry. Yeah, because I, I think I drove at least one by one of their locations recently. It was it was by. Um, in Boca by the air, uh, executive airport. They probably yeah, they have another have location little, there. They have exactly, okay. like
0: American gotcha. top team Boca, American top team Atlanta. They have all different types of areas, but the hub, the, the baby that's, that's, in, that's in the Creek area. Um, and then, so we sort of stopped a little bit with the fighters. I mean, we might have one or two or a couple little boxers here, but nothing that was like pay-per-view star power type thing. Um, and. During that time, my dad would travel a lot—a lot of international travel—from China, Brazil, Colombia, Venezuela, which he's starting to pick up on again now. And one of the areas that actually MMA started blowing up was China. So we had IHB China rocking and rolling. Um, we had Wei Lee training before she became the champ and before she was on the map. We had Leech, which we still have at the gym right now. He moved—he moved from China to South Florida. Uh, and we had a couple other people in, in China. And so that was like my dad's little MMA location. He's like, hey, I'm I'm cool with it doing it over there. It's not really popping in South Florida. Um, and then from there, the Black Zillions and the Jocko crew sort of came around with Usman, Gilbert Burns, Robbie Lawler, uh, Jay-Z, all these different guys. And my dad teamed up with Vitor Belfort for his jocko fight a couple of years ago about. Wow six years ago, seven years ago, and we got him in great shape. And he started introducing us because Vitor is an OG of the sport. He was one of those guys that was in there and he was a savage, a complete savage. If you haven't seen Vitor's highlight reel, go check it out. If you're a UFC or just an MMA fan or just an athletic fan, because the guy was built like a brick. And I was not saying that he was on or off anything. Um, But Vitor was a savage. Um, and so he introduced us to Cesar Federa and then Gilbert Burns. And this was before Gilbert was Gilbert fighting April 8th. And, uh, so we took these two guys and we're like, all right, cool. One thing led to another. Cesar started getting some wins. He started referring a couple more people. Uh, Gilbert started to get a couple more wins, started knocking people the hell out. I think we went like on a eight week, uh, eight fight, win streak. And this guy was made for jujitsu. And I think six or seven out of those were all knockouts and vicious knockouts like putting people to sleep type just like what day is it and um so Gilbert started this whole hype train over at IHP man you're looking strong doing this doing that and the list of fighters that came in through there were just boom 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 and it just it just happened over the past four or five years and so we had about 10 to 12 people going into COVID and then the whole COVID bullshit happened. Um, So we sort of just stuck with Gilbert and one or two guys during that because no one could get a fight and no, everybody was scared of the whole COVID thing. So um, after COVID, MMA blew up. As you guys know, Dana White kept the show going in the apex, just getting fights left and right, left and right, left and right. And now we're up to about 22 active fighters um majority of them are in the UFC I would say about 17 to 18 of them the other guys are either in Bellator or PFL or coming up the ranks and maybe the contender series not giving away anything that's coming up in the next couple of months um so yeah we have about right now 22 active guys we have five of them fighting April 8th four on the UFC card one on a show up out in California a little little local thing so yeah. I mean, big kudos to, to Gilbert for help spreading the word. He had the countdown there. You guys have seen that a couple of times. Um, Embedded was there a bunch of podcasts and just like one thing, it just it's a snowball effect. You know, the guys that referred, they start getting wins. They start referring to their little group of fighters. So just like this podcast, just like IHP, it just, you start from here and then you're happy to go there. Then you go there and then you know, if everything goes well, which we've both been blessed to do, um, you find yourself just venturing out in, into different people and different crowds.
2: Yeah. So pretty much what you're saying is you go to IHP, you're going to start getting dubs. That, <laughs> that, that's what I got. That's what I got hey, from that. Hey, but listen, no, I mean, we're, we're it's not a coincidence. We're
0: 2 this year so far. We're 7-2. and two. Um, Granted, one of the losses was, I think with Leech, when that whole Hamza Chimaev thing happened with the oh yeah, the card, yeah. Win. But you know what? I, listen, no injuries, no, 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 no broken bones. To me, in my book, with some of our fighters, that's a big win, just for their family, just for their career. And when you're able to collect, you know, a nice little paycheck, that's always a good, nice win too.
2: Gotcha.
1: I will. I, I'll pause on that I, just to follow up. I will say I getting to know the industry and the the business behind obviously the the training and the fitness it is highly competitive with because i, I uh, as people know uh most people know that listen and watch the podcast huge joe rogan fan uh mm-hmm. i listen to way too much joe rogan um but <laughs> how i actually i take that back i don't listen to enough and i listen to a lot but I've learned. That's where I've I've kind of learned my the the most. Where when he has a UFC fighter on for two three hours at a time, and I'm learning the industry and the the, the behind the scenes of. It gets a little ugly with the uh, American top. Like right, it, it, it's not just like hey, come train with me, I'll win. And then it's like a lot of like this. It's it's almost like you're. It's an agency. It's a it's an agency. It's a gym. It's a fitness. It's a—it's oh, a, it's a, kind of a little a, sleazy too.
0: <laughs> it's a gang. It's a gang, straight up and down, and MMA. And I hope, I hope that MMA guys are listening. I hope MMA doesn't turn into boxing. And all with all due respect to bo- the, the boxing, I, I can't wait for the Ryan Garcia. I can't wait for this weekend's fight uh, with with uh, Plant and everything. I've been. I watched that countdown today. It should have me. putting putting the gloves back on, hitting the bag and everything. So uh, I'm a huge fan of both sports. But boxing shot themselves in the foot three times. Like it's just – they're they're running out of places to shoot themselves. It's become so uh, politics. I feel like I'm watching CNN when I'm dealing with boxing. You know, I hope MMA doesn't come to that, and I see the evolution of it becoming that where fighters – won't take certain fights because of this, because of the pay, because of location. And they start just, it becomes a WWE match. It doesn't become even the best of the best fighting. It becomes, well, this guy has 9.8 million followers, and this guy has 20 million followers, and they'll talk to each they'll talk each other's crap. And you know generally they like each other. So it's like it's a big ass front. And they'll you'll hear them after the fight. You'll hear everybody, hey, I'm just talking crap to, to sell the fight. Like, I grew up watching the best fight the best, or just in any sport, like March Madness coming up. We had a huge upset, 16, I think, beat one. Hey, any dog could win any day. I will give you that. But I like to see the best of the best. That's why I love NFL playoffs because you see those Bills versus Chiefs. You see the freaking, I hope the Steelers make the playoffs next year. But you see the Ravens versus Steelers. I mean, you see that, and and that's what people tune in to to watch. Is I I don't feel like people tune in to watch a WWE match. I feel like they're watching the competitive, the raw nature of two of the best guys go at it. Prime example this weekend, Leon and Usman. If you had 10, if you had to ask 10 people, you had a five with Usman, five with Leon. And guess what we got? An awesome technical fight. And Leon's a freaking champ. He's
1: a man. I just watched the fight literally before we got on. I I snapped uh, Fort. I said I wanted to get into your world, right? So it's like I watched the John Jones fight. Didn't last long, you know that was yep. quick. But I watched the entire illegally streamed because I had to. Uh, yep. I watched the entire uh, Usman uh, Edwards fight because yep. uh, we were watching. We were texting me in Fort. I was kind of faded, but got to watch it a little bit more sober. And wow, yeah. I, Number four? No? <laughs> like, what are we doing? Hey, I, I
0: wouldn't be upset with it, but I got one of my dogs in the top five. I want to see my dog at least make one more run for that title. Um, I love him like a brother. Uh, you know, like brothers do. We bump heads sometimes. We bump heads. It is what it is, but, you know, when, when you're with somebody for six years, 15 fights in, you're 12-3 and three with that person, you, you want the best for them. And you will do whatever it is takes whether you agree with it or not and you just say hey sometimes it's like it's like a kid riding a bike you know the kid's gonna fall when they start learning right. you let them you let them cut up that knee a little bit and eventually in a couple weeks they learn how to ride the a damn bike but uh I want to see my dog get it, get one more title shot that's all I want that's all I want after that y'all can run it with tag team UFC I don't give a shit just do just do my man right
2: we're we're talking about Goober right yes. just want to make sure okay Cool, because that's that's what I that's what I wanted to talk a little bit about, man. I dude, I love Gilbert Burns. This guy, he'll fight anybody at any time, and that's what you were just saying. You want to see the best of the best, you respect that, and he's just willing to go out there and fight whoever. He just wants to fight. Yeah. And I watched that video, fifteen minutes in hell, yeah, of that workout and training session that y'all yeah. set up for him, and Bro, I was out of breath just watching that shit. <laughs> so, my my question really is how do you how do you prepare for something like that for training someone who's been at the top of his division for a long time, has had title shots and is a four-time Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu champion, like world champion. So, this is like a top-level athlete and it's so awesome to see that someone like you down in Boca, mm-hmm. you know, grew up the same place is training that person. So how, how does that come about? How does that build up? And, you know, for people um, who don't really know what it takes.
0: Believe it or not, when you have such high level guys like that, it's actually easier than getting the guys down here. Like, for example, uh, I'll stray off the path real quick because you guys will probably ask about this. But the the four people that we have fighting April 8th in the UFC, Jackie, she's making her UFC debut. She's 7-0, and Brazilian. Uh, BJJ girl, strong as a freaking bull, and she weighs 125, 130 pounds. Then we got shylan I don't know if you guys look him up. He's built like Wolverine. He's on our he's on our Instagram. He's shredded, and he's a sick, sick wrestler, sick athlete. Then we got Leech. Everybody knows Leech. You know China's favorite fighter, pretty much. Uh, he, he's the only guy that apologizes for being on time to a training session. It's it's kind of creepy. And then we got Gilbert fighting Mr. 305. So um, Gilbert now has a a threshold to where it's, it's almost in parallel to even try to bring up because you've done everything with this guy. You've kind of tried to kill him 15 different training camps. So it's actually getting easier and easier. And the training camps keep on getting shorter and shorter. For example, the first two years, three years, would have with him, we would ask him for three months, really just the first month, get him strong. Then the second month really start working on that cardio ish. And then the third month combined it both understanding that the weight's going to be coming down. The energy is going to be coming down. He's going to be getting his ass, you know, kicked over a kill cliff and sparring. So we sort of have to balance out. It has to be a yin and a yang effect. Right. Um, but now he, you know, he's, he's in the high thirties. He's no, he's, you know, he's no kid anymore. But he has that grown man strength and that experience at being at that top level for now, say in the 170 division, say top five, top 10 for the past three years. Um, And we trained him for the Usman fight. And if you ask my dad still to this day, he'll say that was the perfect training camp you could have had with an athlete. And everybody saw Gilbert goes in there, clips Usman, Usman drops for the first time ever. We're like, the belt's coming back to Boca. Like, get it signed up. Put the Brazilian flag around it, we're Gucci, let's go. And like Usman has, and Usman still is, he's a champ. And he had that champ mentality to say, okay, I took one of his best shots. And just, he had an IQ of a champion that night. And we lost to the better man, hands down. You got to give him some, you got to give credit where credit's due. But with Gilbert, now our training camps with him are like at max eight weeks especially if you have a performance like you just did with Neil Magny, went in there in one minute, unscathed, didn't even break a sweat. I mean, he he got more tired from doing the podcast post-fight in Brazil than he did in actually the fight. So, you know, you go in there and you're able to take a little, I, I guess you just say this is a short-notice fight with Maswell, um, because by the time he got back home, rested a little bit, got his game plan with Killcliff. we're looking about eight to ten weeks. Um, his cardio is always on point. Um, his strength is always on point He's gotten the knockouts, gotten the submissions Gotten through tough five round fights With Tyrone Woodley um, So his threshold is like it's It makes our job much easier I mean, I don't really need to do anything With him physically It's the mental clocking in it. It's the mental knowing that You're going into a guy's backyard Yeah, you live in Florida and everything But everybody knows who they're going to go see In Miami, the 305 you know who they're going to be tuning in to see. They're going to be tuning in to see Masvidal. They're going to try to see if Masvidal could pull another like Ben Askren flying knee off the first row turnbuckle. Like they want to see that. But you know, um, Gilbert just needs to be ready for that pressure, the media, the fight week, the press conference. That that gets to a lot of guys, man, a lot of guys. And if you ask Gilbert, when it was the whole Usman thing, it was the emotional investment. You're fighting your friend. You're fighting your ex-teammate or current teammate. Um, first pay-per-view, like championship fight. All the cameras are on you. It takes a lot on people, man. A lot, a lot, a lot on people. So that's what we try to do the last four weeks going into training camp is try to emulate as much as we possibly can in the training for the mental clock and not the physical. The physical, he's in the best shape. He, he, that, that's guaranteed. You can check that box. Um so it's, it's mentally trying to clock in as best as possible with high caliber guys like that and girls like that of any sport, of any sport. When you're in the NFL, you're already in shape. You don't need to get in more shape. You're in the NFL. You're in the best of the best. Okay, NBA, you're in the best right. of the best. You know, you're there for a reason. It's knowing that you're going to be at Madison Square Garden on the road. You're going to be playing this team, this team, X, Y, Z. You know that's why everybody's excited to see what FAU does in March Madness. Where you're on the biggest stage at this little ass school like that, yeah, to- amazing. So we're like, yeah. we're like revved up. It's and sometimes with that type of mentality and with that type of, I guess you could say, um, yeah, I guess you could just say mentality. Sometimes it's, it's 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 a win-win. If FAU goes in there and destroys a team that they're not supposed to. Holy shit, the upset of South Florida ever. If they go in there and lose, okay. They were FAU was supposed to lose. They weren't supposed to be here. So if, like, if I'm exactly. FAU, I'm yep. coming out like a like a pit bull off a leash, bro. I'm taking everybody and anybody I possibly can.
1: So as 100%. as I look at, real quick for as I look at that matchup, Burns and Masvidal, um, You know, most people say I am the enter the labs Mazzvidal look wise, but whatever. <laughs> um, Gilbert Burns thirty six, Masvidal, thirty eight. Yeah. A, a, am I ignorant to say that?
2: It's gonna be a quick fight, man. Does it?
1: Yeah, for sure. But it shouldn't be. I, I feel like um, for somebody like me that's new, and some of our viewers are new to UFC, that would—if you just said a 36-year-old is fighting a 38-year-old, you might go, Ugh, "I don't know about that, right?" But then when you put the names to this fight, which Burns is obviously still killing it at an older age, and, and still got that uh, that fight in him, and then Masvidal has that. I need to fucking prove myself that I could come back, right? And uh, he—he's coming I like
2: four Ls in a row. <laughs> that's what I mean. So he
1: needs it. He—he he thinks he needs it to end the, his career and keep it going. I look at that fight and I'm like, Jesus Christ! That could easily be a main event. Obviously, the the, the main event of this fight is oh, is a main uh, amazing Adesanya and uh, Pereira. But yeah. Oh my God! This three hundred five fight. It's, let's go! It's wild. I mean, listen. I'm, card is crazy. I'm part Cuban,
0: so like I, I am to, too, but well, we are, to hide, all three of us are. Yeah, I have to hide the Cuban flag that night. It, I mean, it can't, <laughs> I, I, I'll, get, I'll get right, shot. of course. Okay, but it's gonna be tucked in like a corner that no one goes into. It's like, yeah, it stays <laughs> over there. I'm not wearing no blue, I'm not wearing this shirt. I'm not, no, I'm like, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, okay, I'm neutral side. So That's I'm, no, of course, but it's. Put it this way, um, without being biased, especially you know, you guys know the relationship that I have with Gilbert. Um, it's a win win for either guy, to be honest with you. Masvidal loses, okay. 38 years old, go box Jake Paul, make a couple mil, go box right, yeah, go make a couple yeah. mil, do your boxing, whatever you want to do. Yeah, Gilbert, on the other hand, like you said, 36. and 36 with that division getting more packed with dogs. Left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right. When you make one mistake in that sport, even if it's a win, say Gilbert goes out there and beats Maslow by split decision. Okay? Everybody's going to be like, damn, Gilbert should have ran through him. Like, he's what, a, a minus 400 favorite, a minus 500 when it came came out? He should have. He should. He should run through Masvidal. He should just do what he did with Neil Magny. Boom, triangle. See you guys later. I'll be in the stands watching the main event. Okay, but if he gets a split and Masvidal says, "Man, I went in there. I had. I. I fought a guy that no one wants to fight in the division. That's hands down. That's a guarantee. Okay, and I. I almost beat him. What does that say about how do you? How do you make an argument again without me being biased? How do you make an argument that okay, now Gilbert should be the next or next second or for a title shot? When you had trouble with a guy with all due respect, love George. If he was fighting anybody else, I'd be rooting for him. Okay. But how do you make an argument that you got that you just had a split decision or you just had a close fight with a 38, four L's, three L's in a row with George Moscow? So it's a win-win for both guys. And I'm excited to see it because at the end of the day, I want my guy to win, but it's a history for UFC coming back in Miami. It's great for South Florida. It's great for all gyms MMA wise in South Florida. And not only that, I, w- I want to see what my guy does under the brightest lights. I want to see it. I like that's, I'm excited for that. shit. All of them Oh, Jackie Leach Shaw, and Gilbert. You got, the, you got the bottom. You got literally the, the first person on the card, Jackie, 7-0. and oh, I'm telling you this right now. I'll bring it back to Gilbert. You guys want to see a future champ in the women's division. You got to check her out. She is a freaking beast. Beast. And it's kind of cool. It's our first local female fighter that we've actually trained at IHP. So it's just opened up a whole other avenue of fighters coming in. Um so I'm excited to see what Gilbert does, man. Honestly, it's it's a win-win. And Gilbert needs to go out there, finish his fight in beautiful fashion to get back on that mic. And if I'm him, I'm calling two people out. I'm calling Colby and I'm calling Edwards. I'm not dealing with no damn Bilal. I'm not yeah. dealing with anyone else. Let's go! I want yeah. everybody either give me loudmouth Colby, which is a tough fight okay, for anybody in that division, or give me Edwards. And if... And, again, there's being been You want to send it back to Brazil, you send it back to Brazil, you make it a championship fight. Or you put Kobe and him in Brazil where Colby badmouth Brazil and see the fireworks explode.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at that division right now, and it's, I mean, Usman's not going to fight for a while because he just got back-to-back L's and he might still be hurt. And, I mean, everyone under Shavkat is not good. <laughs> or they're still like up and coming because I'm looking at that like Wonder Boy kind of washed now. Luke's lost some bad fights. Masvidal, yeah. I mean like Neil Magny's under Masvidal, and it's like all right, whatever. We're not worried about that. Everyone that's actually decent is still up and coming. But so did you guys hear about the
0: matchups for the for the for that 170 division that Dana White sort of published yeah the yeah fight?
2: he got he got a uh, Kobe gets the next shot.
0: Yeah, and then you got Malala yeah. versus Rocknol. That's going to be a great, yeah. fight. you know. Yeah, that's uh, going to be a really like, good yeah, fight. Obviously, yeah, obviously you got the April eighth. That's going to be a big thing. I'm telling you this right now. If Mazra if if which I hope Mazra wins, he's he not winning, bro. He shoots <laughs> <to> the puck. <front.
2: laughs> he's not winning, dude. Hey, this guy looks. This guy looks so skinny, man. Like he, I, I don't know, and just hey,
0: I wouldn't. I don't even think he's worried guy,
2: about
1: dude. it, but. They know what were you about to say? Hold on, what was he about to say? You're about I to would, bet,
0: what? I would not bet my house on it. <laughs>
1: oh, okay. I would, you know I, would, that, I would not
2: that. bet this cup I'm drinking out of.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, listen, man. Hey, what got him to the dance was that street fight, George Maslow, hands, boxing, yeah. movement, everything. Yeah. When you step in there with a the guy that weighs 170, 180, 190 fight night, it, it takes a shot by anybody by anybody, and your lights go out. Our boy needs yeah. to stay laser-focused. Like I said, the mental training is huge. Stay laser-focused for 15 freaking minutes, because it takes one shot to end the night. Yeah.
2: No, there's there's no one in that division when... I'm calling now. Once Gilbert gets this win in, like, a round and a half or less, it's it's either... It's whoever wins between Edwards and Colby. And that's, that's the only fight he should take, and, like... Just like seeing how he is as a person and following him on Instagram, if he were to get offered another fight against, like I don't know, maybe the loser of it, he might just take it because he, like I said when we started talking about it, he just wants to fight and he wants yeah, to prove I mean, himself. But he sh- he shouldn't. He need he's the next title shot once he. That's wins this
0: fight. And, and that's another thing that we're not in the management realm of. Any athletes for the strength and conditioning, but uh, when you develop a relationship with people, they, they come to you. They ask you certain things. Hey, coach, what do you feel about this? This whether whether I mean Gilbert's older than me, and he comes to me with about advice. But hey, coach, what do you feel about doing this for this certain this training? Blah, blah 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 blah. And he looks at my dad like as the guru, like a lot of these guys do. Like my dad, like the genie that comes out of the bottle. Like the last four weeks of training camp It's just like the secret sauce. And and I tell him straight right. up, I can't. Say what my dad says because my dad's speaking from sixty-four years of life of everything. So it's like you guys know it being Hispanic. When Grandpa or Grandma say something, bro, you better follow <laughs> that shit through and through. That shit is like I'll you know, take like my gold? chances, <laughs> like a like a like a golden nugget. But um, our, our our thing is just making sure that it just that it, it's treat, treated fairly because the thing is this man you say take a fight to take a fight okay but at what risk
2: okay, right yeah say, No. 100% to stay
0: busy and, and fight somebody after Maslow okay so who's he going to fight he beat Wonderboy he's not going to fight his best friend Luke. he's not going to fight Neo Magni again what are you going to c- recall no. the repeat uh, re- a rematch of uh, Shemayev, Shemayev? Oh, no, I mean, hell no
2: yeah, no. no. As much I'm, as I would love to see that, I don't want to see that though, because uh, I, I watch that fight at least once every other week. Like, I, that's the most watched <laughs> fight. I, I like that shit. Just man, I
0: was there for that one. Uh, I, yeah. I was I, I have the bucket list, man. I was there for that was, was in there, Jacksonville, uh, right? Jacksonville for the fight yeah. of the year. So I yeah, could that not go the rest of my life and just be like, "Oh, would you? Would you go? Oh, I went to the fight of the year in Jacksonville. Oh, who's that? Oh." You know Gilbert Burns and Shamaya. What? Yeah,
2: no, yeah. That was, that was, what? That was a banger. Yeah. Stop. yeah. <laughs> this is, the, this is the,
1: you, go. you got the
2: dog. <laughs>
1: hey, the the fact that that dog was able to, if it was around it's you the true. whole time and it, it remained quiet that whole time, that's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, good. No, she,
0: she's getting antsy. She's like, "What the hell is Dad doing in the in
1: the, in the room uh, <laughs> <laughs> for so long?" Okay, oh, yeah, for let's uh, like once again, we appreciate you for locking in with us uh, great feedback on the comments from people. And, and also I, I learned so much And uh, this fucking gets me so hype for, yeah, uh, real. not only just not only for April 8th, um, but also moving forward that, um, you know, we always like to tell people, come on back and stuff like that, where, uh, Hey, you're more than welcome on. And you said it when you, when you came on, it was like, it's kind of brings me back, slows things down. Um, we are more than, you know, we're more than welcome to have you on when, when big fights, when your, your people are on, you know, we can have you on for five, 10, 30, 40 minutes, whatever it is, because, uh, they deserve all the hype that, that, oh, and, and and process that you put into them.
0: Yeah. It's, um, you're, 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 it's like a, you definitely don't want to see me fight that. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous as like a guy on his first date. It's like, like this, I'm like, I'm, I'm good <laughs> guys. And trust me, I have this with either whiskey or Patron just going down (laughs) before the fight so trust me it's the only way I calm and Jacksonville where I was a mess where I was going up and down the aisle especially when he dropped I don't care if people could say it was a knockdown not a knockdown especially when he dropped Jemayev I was was jumping up and down watching that fight oh my gosh but uh, but yeah, man. No, I'm I'm always I'm always welcome here. The dogs take the dog dogs taking care of so you don't have to. Work. I I don't have gotcha. to give you nowhere. Any questions that y'all have, I'm I'm here. Um, but I do appreciate you guys having me on anytime. It's like uh, I call it the barbershop talk. You know, when you go to the right. oven, yeah, you know, just, absolutely just vibing. you just no, vibe that's
2: that's place. really what it's felt like. So I kind of want to just jump real quick. Um, you know, before we like get off or whatnot, back into like the gym aspect of it and the business kind of just i saw that video you sent me about the mental health stuff that you guys are yeah. working on where they're scanning your dad's brain that was like one of the coolest things and i feel like more gyms and athletic facilities should start like trying to act, like build that into their uh, you know members or whatnot at some mm-hmm. kind of capacity and the fact that you guys are doing it it just shows how like forward into the future you guys are looking at what you're going to do so what I, what I, my question is kind of what classes or programs or anything are you guys looking to expand maybe into the future, into like um, another so, facility somewhere, whatever you can say.
0: Yeah, no, you know. I mean, we got we got a lot of stuff cooking up. Obviously the whole MMA thing is blowing up worldwide, but especially at IHP. Um, we teamed up with a company literally right down here in South Florida in, in Deerfield called FHE Health. Uh, you guys can look them up. They're on our profile as well too. And they um, are very big into mental health. Um, they work for a lot of first responders. They would work with a lot of guys that are in recovery as well, too, uh, drugs and alcohol and everything. Because with the brain, you could tell a lot of what a person has gone through, what they're thinking, and how to repair it, how to recover, and also how to work on the performance. So, what got our mind going was, wow, you could help with performance. The first thing we thought about were athletes. We're like damn like, damn, wh- what can you help? Oh, we could help with patterns. We could help with actually reading stuff. Um, so we're thinking, man, if, if I could slow the movement down, if I could do this, if I could do that, it's going to help our athletes. Uh, and they were so kind enough to sponsor about half a dozen of our fighters uh, in the UFC and not in the UFC, bigger guys, smaller guys, people that have stories and everything. So more will be coming from that uh, over the summer and winter and everything. But they're an awesome company um the story of how i got started was just uh, amazing and so my dad started with the whole neuro process because he doesn't sleep well and they said man we could help you with your sleep we could see what is what in the brain what departments are not communicating enough to improve that um and they were able to see what side, it's crazy, man. It's what side of the brain has taken punishment, but also what side has the the brain ricocheted off of. So if you take a punch on say the right side of your body, it's not just the right side. I mean, the right side of your head, it's not just the right side getting the punishment. It's the brain moving over to the left, hitting this wall and coming back. So the left side starts getting affected now. So they're able to break this whole damn thing down um, into, pretty much helping my dad try to repair his brain and move forward with getting better sleep, getting better recovery, better short-term and long-term um, uh, what's it called? memory. And then helping these guys that get taken blows three, four or five times a day to the head, like it's nothing, help repair it. But we're doing it to actually show them that they don't need, and we're, again, we're just dealing with the fighters, because that's what we're really known for and what we're specializing, That they don't need to spar two times, three times a week to get ready for a fight. It's the punishment to the brain that literally takes these guys out of a out of a fight. I mean, how many big fights have we seen? Say, oh, this fighter was, uh, you know, out of the fight due to injury or due to illness. Do this, and they're not even really telling us why they got. Some of them got COVID. Some of them, you know, had. Broken bones or freak accidents and everything. But a lot of these guys, man, bro, they're not gonna be able to make it to 40 or 50, not be able to read a book to their kids. And that's sad to see. So it's what we're trying to do is show them, hey guys, you don't need all this punishment to the freaking dome before you get ready for a fight. You don't, you don't work on technique, wear your headgear, stay protected, and then the only time you should be taking punishment to the head, which is never is the night you're making a freaking paycheck. When Dana White is signing you a $225,000 paycheck, then you know what? Take a shot or two. Go ahead. Go ahead. But it's the accumulation of the sparring. You got to think about it. If somebody has an eight-week camp, okay, they're sparring. Most of the time, a fighter spars two times a week, Tuesday and Thursday or Wednesday and Friday, whatever. Okay. You go over eight weeks, that's 16. And I don't know if you guys have ever seen a sparring match. It's pretty much the damn fight these guys go at it like they just said fuck your mom or something they go at it crazy (laughs) crap i've seen it where i'm like these guys are teammates like what the hell is going on here and they beat the crap out of which i've seen people get k-o'd and sparring like that guy's not gonna be able to make it to the fight and make money to feed his family so we're trying to tell them bring that down focus on the recovery focus on the health focus on the technical stuff and then Maybe have one or two sparring, maybe a month to really feel out that fighting process. You know, so it. that—that's what we're really trying to get at with these guys, because we're fighting one of the oldest cultures. Is the is the fighting culture? And you could right. ask any legit fighter, any legit. I'm not talking about a kid that talks shit on freaking PlayStation or or oh yeah, I fight. <laughs> you fight your brother in the backyard. No, I'm talking about a legit fighter the more they feel like they're punished during training camp, the more, the more they feel like they're right.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And that just goes back to the whole mental aspect that you were talking about earlier on. Yeah. But yeah. Like I said, man, like it's awesome. You guys are doing that. And like we were saying before, I, man, bro, like I, I appreciate you wholeheartedly coming on and, and jumping on and just preaching with us and giving us a breakdown about how everything kind of works. And what you got going on. Usually when we when we were getting ready like and whatnot, we do shout outs, we do promotions. I'm not even gonna ask you, is there anything that you have? What is it that you have that, or anything that you wanna leave our listeners with, words of advice, whatnot, but mostly just shout outs, promotions, stuff that you might have going on with, with the gym and with anything else. Man, like, like Elvis said in the beginning, man,
0: from a entrepreneur side, from a family owned business side, You know, a couple things, don't ever forget where you came from and don't forever forget the people that helped you out. I don't care if it's a bad lesson, a good lesson, a bad lesson is a learning lesson. Don't ever forget to just show people love and and appreciate every small relationship. You don't know how big a tree is going to be from the, from the size of the seed. You never know that it could be that big and it could be freaking huge. Okay. Stay true to who you are, man, and just, and just live life right, bro. Don't, don't do no dumb shit. Don't, don't try to be anybody you're not, because eventually that will seep out, like it does alcohol after a Friday night. Okay, it seeps out in that sweat when you go into the gym. Everybody can Or snuff. a
1: Monday night. <laughs> <You're saying>. <laughs> <laughs> You know, um, I gotta get, I gotta, gotta make sure I'm balanced on this, on this I, podcast. You know, I feel you. You
0: guys thought it was water in here. No, I'm just messing. I'm just messing. It is it is it is okay. um, hey, your Dad might know, be watching you. Yeah,
1: <laughs> no man. But just,
0: uh, just show support to the shows, to the podcast. Go like, go share. It only takes a couple of seconds. A thumbs up in the comment section. Yes, sir. Um, and always give me honest feedback, bro. That's just the straight up. Don't be a yes man. Don't be. Oh yeah, it was great, man. If you feel like your friend could be, to could be in a better position, be honest with them. Like I always tell people, listen, you always have that one friend that has something in their tooth and you let them shit, you let that shit right out all day, you're a fucked up friend. I'm a yeah, I'm that guy that you always
1: know, tells them. You know, yeah. hey
0: man, you got a little something in your tooth. I don't know if it's from, you know, her last night or you ate something bad. I don't, I don't, I don't know.
1: I don't know. Hey, I always, I always let Fort know when he needs a haircut. Yo, bro, really you're does. overdue. But really I,
0: will, I will ask you guys on a serious note. What the hell do y'all do to
1: get those beers Ooh.
0: like bro i have the wolverine shit going i'm yeah no you you know yes, I it uh, yeah out. you're
1: right the wall it's like it's, it's it's not connecting here no, I, got I got you nothing. all right it's like, it's like it's like bad
0: wi-fi right here great <laughs> bad wifi. Bad wifi <laughs> right here but i mean i, I try to make it work i stay shredded like yo bro what's, I, mean, I got the wolverine thing going for holiday. hey they're like, dude, it's February. I'm like, hey, shut the fuck up. It's, it's a work in
2: progress. Mm-hmm. The only
1: advice, the only advice I could give you is either you have it or you don't. You yeah. might not have my beard, but I'm <laughs> sure there's a lot more things that you have that I want to have as uh, far as what we discussed on this yeah. podcast. So, I, bro, I shit. It. If if beard is what you're like, ah, I need it. I need it. You, you and your pops got it going on. So, I respect I, everything about you just for me and you right now on this episode. So, if the beard is the last thing that is, is the Infinity Stone. That's hey, let's right. calm down.
0: I got the hair. I got everything else. <laughs> my, 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 my parents did a great job with it. You know, I. You know what I mean? Danny, Danny can testify for this. I've had big calves my whole damn life. I never worked them out. It's I do crazy, legs every, almost every other day, but I never get wow. calf And I got, I got babies back here. <laughs> okay, right. it's, just, it's just like you said you either got it or you don't and exactly you know,
1: that's how um, I don't got so there you go <laughs> we're even
0: <laughs> But hey let me ask you guys this real quick since we're talking about April 8th we all have from the main event
2: no bullshit
1: go ahead for it damn
2: alright bro I know my brother's probably listening right now I'm gonna say adesanya takes his shit back i feel like he he overcomes the boogeyman or his boogeyman and just gets it done and no better place than in south florida no better place than in miami and it's it hey he was winning four and a half rounds and a lot of champions have lost their belts in the last six to eight months recently in the last few rounds and yeah stuff like that so I think Izzy, he just has that mental, and he has the whole package where Pereira is a kickboxer, and uh-huh. I think Izzy learned from that last fight, and I think he's going to get it back.
1: These motherfuckers but, are built the same way. 6'4", six, 6'4", six, they, they they're, they're, they're literally, literally like, like a mirror bro. image. It's a no, Spider-Man no. pointing at each other. Bro,
0: go look up Pereira when he's off camp. All oh yeah, no, he's
2: just, yeah, two thirty, yes, yeah, which yeah. is another reason why I I think he just needs to move up. Him hey, cutting like fifty say, pounds like that.
0: I would be I would be happy to see him and Shemayev go at it at one eighty five.
1: I, I would be I would, oh yeah 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 absolutely. I'm gonna take Pereira, but I want Adesanya only to make things. I like to make things interesting. You know what I mean because. You guys are totally in it. Uh, the first Morgan fight was his off. wedding night. And I'm ah. sitting in the living room watching the fight instead of dancing on the floor for his wedding. <laughs> Dude, we, we cut the wedding short for that really? fight, literally. Uh, our wedding was um uh, like a uh, Airbnb, a big, nice house. So yeah. it was what? 1130, 12, whatever it was. The wedding didn't exist after that. Everybody <laughs> locked into the living room. My nephew, I think, was still awake. Uh, oh, Fort Put him in a chokehold. He's like <laughs> six years old. <laughs> oh, so it was, a, it was a good time. So I can't wait to, uh, to watch a second one of that because, like I said, they're two people that are, uh, you know, th- where do they go? Back to kickboxing, right? Yeah, I mean, they bro, I mean, Izzy's yeah. lost the past two fights. Three times. I say
0: two. By the same freaking way, bro, the same way, yeah. winning the fight, piecing Alex up. I mean, we saw it in the UFC. Alex got wobbled mid-round, like, mm-hmm. oh, and then got saved by the bell. We're like, oh, shit, here it goes. And then he just locked into that.
1: Yeah, we were wilding
0: Deadly stare that he does, which I think personally, off topic, I think he has the coldest walkout. In UFC history, where he just stares at you like half a mile away, and then does the whole bow and arrow thing, and then yells, but that shit gives me goosebumps every single time I see it. Dope. I'm just glad I'm not just across their octagon from him because I piss myself and shit at the same time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not a lot Ford of people do that.
0: Like, yeah, hey, you know, whatever, it's cool.
1: But him, it's nothing. Hell no. no. Love it. So, uh, for everybody wrapping up. Uh, real Santana go follow him on Instagram I HP fit um love it uh we your pops followed us as we're we're going live and um hopefully we have you back on whether that's uh for hyping sure. up more fighters that you you have going on on main cards or whatever it is because quality conversations with you dude, you're awesome um take it out you know take it away for yeah, man,
0: I, I, like I said man appreciate it you guys are doing your thing super super happy for you guys uh, just on a personal note with Danny, super proud of you, bro. You've been you've been doing your thing, you've been holding court. Um still got the same face from freaking high school. I don't know how, how you do that shit, bro. But
2: the
1: it's beer not a little uglier, I'm <laughs> sure. I,
0: I, I got I got you there.
2: And uh I'll take yeah, it, man. I'll be thirty this year, so Damn.
0: Man, I'm thirty two. What the fuck are you complaining about? Shut oh, up. Oh shit. All right, all right, we thirty yeah, gang, gang, gang in here. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um but yeah, no, I'm 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 always game. You never have to ask, just tell me the time and the, and a place. Appreciate so it. And uh, I'm not gonna say it. I'll let you all figure it out. But there's some big news that we got cooking up, and will be revealed probably
1: May, May for a June card for UFC. So I'm, I'm hey, Ted, t- any posts you make, you don't you just tag us on the bottom bottom yeah, right. Yeah, make it it's, small possible. Yeah, it could be without... small box. We'll re- we'll We'll share we'll re- post. it. Post. I appreciate yeah. it, fellas. Have a good night. All right. All right. Yes, Real, sir. You my too. guy. Thank you. Please. Yes, sir. All right, guys. That was good. Yes, amazing. Um, I love having new guests, and and every time we have a guest on, it's always something new. It's always something fresh that um, when people ask us all the time, like that, don't ever listen to us or it's never forced. don't know about us. Yeah, that's that's first and for uh, first and foremost with with our. I think what we want to do as a podcast is question answer question answer. It's not an interview. It's a conversation. It might start off as question, answer, question, answer, but when you have somebody like him that is um, so personable, you know, gets it, and also he has a he has a great fucking background in life, you know, raised right, right. Uh, personably, uh, business wise, so he, he just gets it. So, thank you for coming on again, and um, you know we'll we'll do a we'll try to do our best job promoting this because I, I I'm hyped about that uh april 8th uh you're not coming down then right
2: i'm gonna try to i'm gonna try to it's still in the works but i have the pto request set in so <laughs>
1: you have the the draft so all you, oh, you gotta yeah, to attend.
2: It, it, dra- drafts are saved up it's it's in the yeah. works i'm trying to you know figure some last things out hopefully okay. i can i can make it that'd out be there, really cool yeah. oh yeah absolutely 100 percent. but man like you know we just we just keep getting better and better bro I mean, I. <laughs> it's wild. I like, I'm i not gonna keep like I'm not gonna toot my own horn or you know light flex or brag, but it's fun. We're definitely we're be- definitely better than Mean Girls on fucking barstool sports. Dog, I don't know what that is, man. I, Quality uh, is down that, these days, dude. That is Quality the worst is down thing I days. see. That is the worst thing I see on my Come Instagram on. feed throughout my week. Like, I, I. I've come to the conclusion that they're just trying to be as bad as possible.
1: No, You know what it is with um, social media, bro? Um, Good or slash quality, which is too horrible, like, uh, words to describe anything. It's just, it doesn't, sometimes it don't work. Sometimes bro, bad literally... and awkward and cringe is usually the one that's like, there you go. That will this get
2: is this Fuck is cause this is what they want, though. But li- listen, they talked about not washing their hands after using the bathroom. I think.
1: It, did you send that to me? I see that. Yes. You be, yes. Yeah. You be following these things, and they cap. They pop up on my algorithm.
2: <laughs> Bro, listen, listen. Okay, get one away thing, from it. All right, all right. This is gonna sound mad, whatever, and 2023, whatever. But as a man to not wash your hands it's it's not fine it's not fine but it's more acceptable than as a woman not to wash your hands because as a man you could just stand there and let
1: your dick do its thing you don't even have to touch oh so you're talking about poop i gotta wash my hands no no poop if you poop
2: if you poop you gotta wash your hands if you take a shit and you don't wash your hands like I don't know what you got going on, bro. (laughs) Like
1: (laughs) you need to like reevaluate whatever you have have going on. poop, but like I have a lot to say, but I won't because uh, I don't want to embarrass myself today. As as a male,
2: it's 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 acceptable, and you know maybe because, like I said, you could just stand there and do whatever. But like as a female, like you got, I mean, you kind of have to wipe down there after you piss, allegedly, right? I I mean, I wouldn't know because I don't have one. And now I'm probably just going to get clickbaited as male talking about women fucking Relax. private parts.
1: Yeah, we had a know, good episode. But, let's not get you know, this taken off YouTube. Let's not get this taken off YouTube, all right? All right, yeah. Let's,
2: let's switch the topic. Just, right. I don't know. Barstool sucks. Uh,
1: no, let's uh, scale it back. We'll do 10, maybe 10 minutes of just enter the lab talk. Um, tomorrow I'm leaving for New York, so I'm going to edit this podcast, uh, try to do some timelines uh, get that put out audio tonight, so you guys have it. Cause my flight's very. Uh, well, my flight's at like eight PM, but eight AM. But I don't want to. I don't want to have to do anything. I'm going to the Nets game tomorrow night. So Nets Cavs tomorrow night. Yeah, tomorrow night, Tuesday night. That'll be fun. Oh,
2: okay. yeah. Nets oh, Cavs. I, that's that's a good game.
1: Nets Cavs. Yeah, quality. We're not going to catch game. up to them in the standings, but. Now we're like five, six games out. But to maintain in the non play in game where Miami y'all are right behind us by one game. We so suck. It, yeah, every game matters here on out because I, I don't want to play in a play on in game. That's not fun. Yeah, at least if I could watch a playoff against. game, it's like all right, at least I get four games of watching my team playing game, it's it could be grand opening, grand closing.
2: I don't think the play in game should be counted as a playoff game, but that's just me.
1: Yeah, you have to though because just the way it is. Um World Baseball line Classic
2: line. going down.
1: Yeah, let's run it down. Go ahead.
2: Cuba. Speak your thoughts took out that us about fat L. <laughs> took Cuba took that fat L to the greatest country on earth. The Ooh. USA. Oh, I think America. Definitely. I was I was rooting for USA to win, bro. <laughs> nah, I know you were hyped. I was like, I'm not
1: watching, I'm a communist, right? It's like I'm sorry.
2: Hey, but look, no, to see if I'm not gonna get into it why I was posting what that and how I feel, if you really care you could DM me and ask me. But it's it's just propaganda. It's that, that whole team is just propaganda and it's it's whack. So I was very happy to see that. I, I am impressed with how the U.S. is playing, though. I know they they won six years ago, but mm-hmm. the way they they came back against Mexico and how they played yesterday.
1: Mexico's up right now, three uh, zero in Japan. That's huge.
2: Yeah. I'm. Hey, look. They I'm, were in the same uh, group. Right. Yeah. I really want to see USA Japan just because that's probably how it's the two powerhouses. And Otani and Trout would be a really good story. But I don't know, man. Like, the U.S. has some talent. And it's kind of shifted in the past few years where, like, everyone in baseball, the really good athletes were from foreign countries. And they still are. But to see the U.S. come up like that in, in the last few years, it's it's good to see. So I'm excited. And I hope that that helps MLB. I hope that helps baseball and its popularity and yep. boost it a little bit, because the USA wins, that means we're doing something right, and hopefully more people can watch baseball.
1: 100%. I think um, all those people that are like a freak accident, like, um, what's his name, D.S.? That hurt himself? Relief pitcher?
2: in the, uh, for the Mets closure? Oh, in the tournament? Yeah. Yes, yes.
1: Yeah, it's like, it's like, yeah, I understand he's celebrating, and then Altuve got hit on the hands. But look, you have look, to understand, what are you doing? You're com. What are you going to do? Compare. So that means everybody that also got hurt, Edwin Diaz. Yeah, thank you, Fender Bender. And that means everybody in spring training that gets hurt. Oh, it's okay if you got hurt because you were playing in the spring. No, it's you're playing baseball. They're getting ready for the regular season, just like. The other people are. It doesn't matter. You can't. You can't. When something happens in life, you can't say that wouldn't have happened if some if you would have done it somewhere else. I don't agree somewhere with that.
2: differently, yeah. No, it's I'm, it's I'm
1: life. It, it's unpredictable. It. So if you would have said Edwin Diaz get, gets hurt celebrating a win within five seconds of winning, you'd be like, that's cr- that sounds. Obscene, because yeah, it's a freak fucking accident. So I'm not with those people that be like abolish the WBC. What are you wanting to do? Abolish the Kevin Durant playing in the Olympics if he gets hurt? No, you. Everybody wants to see it, but because Just it's like how b- George
2: fucking snapped his fucking leg playing in in you know the fucking Olympics. Snapped his fucking
1: leg. And then they moved the the hoop back since. So that was actually a great thing. Sorry, Paul George, you had to be a scapegoat for that. But like that hoop was way too close to the line. Um, Dude, it happens. It's fucking sports. It's not predictable. You can't, you're not in a bubble. Things are going to happen. Let these players play. And that's when you see the best of the best is when players are playing unafraid for whether it's a WBC, you mean to say playing for the Yankees in a 1, o- 1 o'clock, 1 p.m. game versus the Pittsburgh Pirates are, are is more meaningful of an A-B? What are you fucking saying? Yeah, if he gets hurt in the WBC, you'd be like, oh, see what? Are you kidding me? That's just I, like
2: if a player gets hurt in the All-Star game. It's like, okay, you well, are you going to get rid of the All-Star game? Thank you. No. No, and you're not and you they have to asked, have these things. They asked some of these players what's more meaningful to them.
1: Well the Dominican Republic said mostly that. That was all of them, right?
2: Yeah, but I mean again it goes back to Spanish people pretty much running baseball and the islands running baseball. That's... So like and they asked some of the players that have have actually won World Series and they felt the same way. So I mean it's just because it's going both ways now we're getting a lot of positive from the wbc so obviously they got to find something to balance it out and say oh why it's not so great and it's been in miami too which is fucking amazing
1: lit right and i haven't gone to a game uh which is why i wish the
2: marlins were fucking good because if the marlins were good they sell out every
1: fucking night maximilian says what i say to most people it's uh but if you run across the street, you have a better chance of getting hit than you have walking. I understand. All right, my reference to this or that is how many people are have fear uh, of flying. I'm going on a flight a tomorrow. Lot. A lot of people. Do you know when I? Okay, this is so crazy. When I go on every flight, I don't have a fear of flying. But when I go on a, a flight, I tell myself I'm probably dying. I don't know. There's this psychopath in me where it's like, I'll probably die on this flight. So I almost accept something that's out of my control meaning, but guess what? You have a better chance of dying, going to the airport in a vehicle than you do dying on a flight. So what the fuck are we talking about? Right? So that's why it's all like, get the fuck outside of your own fucking brain for a second. There's in the lifetime of you living a hundred years, There is so much better of a chance of you dying in a car, driving to Publix that is a mile away, than dying on a flight. Get over yourself. Stop being a bitch. I hate people like that.
2: Sorry. Hates hates the strong words. So
1: tomorrow at 7:55 a.m., I'm gonna have a thought of I might die on this thing. But guess what? I ain't got no control. So let me put on my Netflix.
2: You got something downloaded already?
1: Yeah, of course, Doug. I downloaded um Wu Tang uh, on Hulu. I have a couple episodes i 'cause I'm I'm behind that. I downloaded you want I downloaded how to become <laughs> I downloaded what I how to become a tyrant.
2: Um, <laughs> of course you did.
1: Yeah, of course. I love dude, I sorry to say, I fucking I'm obsessed with like
2: you and socialism, huh?
1: Me, uh, how to how to become a tyrant i'm obsessed with um hitler <laughs> all those yeah totalitarianism all that j- I, I i'm obsessed by the fact that uh, you, that one human being could just be like nah how you think is gonna be how i think and it like happens so i'm obsessed with that i downloaded that i have a real madrid on apple tv uh, doc about their last season that I'm gonna watch. So I like to download like three or four different types because when I get on a flight, I don't know what I'm gonna be in the mood for. So I think I'm in the mood for a movie, but then I'm like, nah, I just want to watch a funny show. So,
2: so speaking all right, real quick, <laughs> my boy just sent me this tweet. It's a Ron DeSantis tweet, <laughs> and he said the Cuban government tried to use the World Baseball Classic for propaganda. They still lost 14-2 to the USA. Freedom oh wins again. <laughs> Yo, this is funny, bro. Hey, did you finish uh, Last of Us? Let's see Max talking about Last I of did. Us. Did you finish it? Okay, what would you think?
1: Okay, good ending. I, it's weird to end a series on nine episodes and not ten. S-
2: yes. Yeah, like, not because the of the number. Well, because of the number. Like, no, I, I thought yeah, there was gonna absolutely. be one more
1: because usually series are seven you or only eight one. or ten. It's like weird yeah. to end it on nine.
2: Nine, yeah, you no, know, absolutely. But it was good. I, I like
1: the way it ended because obviously, nigga Cap'n, you, you know, you <laughs> I know just, that lie gonna catch up to him.
2: Yeah, it is, but like, cause I played the game, and funny enough, when I put the CD in to the game in my PlayStation Four. Yeah, I don't have a PlayStation 5. I'm broke, okay? And I'm not buying one until my shit break. I've had my shit for almost four years, and it's been just fine. Leave me the fuck alone. Um, It was funny because it was right... It started off the game. I had left off where I stopped watching the last night. Like, the night before I put the game on. And... I'm kind of like going episode with the game and what's happening. And I just don't like that. They made him snap like that.
1: Oh, that At stone the end. cold.
2: Hey, like, we're good. They
1: made him look crazy. bro. Do you know why I like that is because in so many movies and shows I watch, the good guy always has to remain good. And I love that a good guy, cause you know, he's good in more ways than one just in a situation said fuck it I'm not I'm choosing not to be good in this situation because I'm going to do what I want and I thought as a um respect as as a writer cuz my all-time goal in life is to write a series a show a movie that's my I all-time I mean you kind of
2: doing it with this
1: That is true it's it's helping me basically but I love that almost when I watched it I said the same thing like ooh I said the brie. I was like Oh, fuck. Like, cold. But I was like, like, yo, this dude going off. How many shows do you see or movies a good guy do that? It's not often. And I love that because guess what? It's not a normal fucking show. It's back is against the wall. You care about one human and that human is about to die. So you're about to do something that's uncharacteristic and you don't care what the result is because there is no consequences Mm, t yeah it it's the end of the world basically you don't go you're not gonna get arrested you you're gonna get killed regardless yeah i love that i like i love dude i love writing so much where i'm almost obsessed with it and i'm almost like a, a nerd about it where like i dissect writing in shows and movies almost too much where i can't watch a poorly written show or movie
2: have you seen that movie that we talked about last week that won a bunch of awards? What was it called? Everywhere, everything, all at once. Watch it. I did not, but I got a text message from uh, Dre Day the next day saying that we got to watch it, and now uh. I I listened to Ben Baller podcast today and he was talking about oh. it. So
1: so I say it. You don't watch it. Two other people say it. You want to watch it? Bet.
2: No, you. I thought you said you hadn't watched it last week.
1: I think I watched it. I Do you know after that movie ended, I watched it with Brie, Mo, and TT. After that, no. Oh, you
2: did say that, yeah.
1: I would say halfway through, yeah, yeah, yeah. Halfway through the movie, I said, this is fucking amazing. When the movie ended, I go, I don't know what I just watched because it's so complex, but I know that was an amazing fucking. You know what I mean? Like, it was so yeah, nah, I recall. all over the place. But, like, when you watch it, you go, I can't even think. Of creating five minutes of that movie, and that movie was on for like two and a half hours. I was like, This is incredible. Whoever created this and thought about this is a brilliant mind. What else we got? Let's wrap John up. John Wick this coming out. John Wick. John Wick. My, yeah, it's uh, coming out when we're, I'm in New York. Maybe Friday. I'll watch it in New York.
2: I gotta watch that. Definitely uh, gotta watch that in New We theaters. talked
1: about March Madness briefly. I don't want to get yeah. into sports if we just talked about movies Plus, but... we
2: we got we got another few weeks of that anyway so we can... Yeah,
1: of course. We'll we'll probably have a more um conversation on next Sunday when the Sweet Sixteen is done but FAU shout out uh Fairleigh Dickinson so 3 yeah, let me yeah, let me read this. 3 so the 3 um teams to upset upset huge upsets 2020 20 2022, 15 seed St. Peter's upsets Kentucky, New Jersey. 2023, 15 seed Princeton upsets Arizona. They had a run. They did. St. Peter's for sure. Uh, Did they make it Elite Eight? I believe they did.
2: Something like that.
1: Yeah. 2023, uh, 16 seed FDU upsets Purdue. The Jersey thing, baby. I don't rep Jersey. Jersey stinks. I'm gonna land in New Jersey. A 16 seed
2: beat Virginia a few years ago, right? You. What? A 16 seed beat Virginia a few years ago. You were just talking about this tournament, though.
1: No, it it just it just highlighted like the New Jersey oh. teams that have oh, been gotcha, big time. Gotcha, so yeah. at, I I think out of the last six huge upsets, three of them are from New Jersey. Is what I'm trying to say. Oh, gotcha. Crazy. Gotcha.
2: Yeah. No, that's, but, that's fire. Yeah. No parody parody has definitely helped parody parody parody. I got a few shout-outs. I don't know what you got going on. Um, yeah, UMBC.
1: Uh, yeah, before even... shout-outs, Rodgers still needs to go to the Jets. Cowboys and Eagles Fuck making that. major changes. Fuck them. Fuck Giants got Waller. Houston,
2: Houston's, Giants Houston's are balling. Houston making moves. Chicago making moves. Panthers making moves.
1: Panth- Dude, Panthers Dolphins are not.
2: making moves.
1: I like what the Panthers are doing. Panthers are a bad team up making great decisions you know what i mean like they're doing what an nba team would do if they're like Like the hornets like all right you're a losing team but you're like holy shit if we sign this this draft well all of a sudden we're back in it and i love that because that division especially
2: in that division yeah yeah yeah, is
1: wide open exactly so I like I like what the they, Panthers did. They doing almost a lot. won the division. <laughs> like, well, they're still bad that, but they almost won the division. So, that division, that's... I think historically last 8 years have been I think there was a time where there was like 6 6 straight years where nobody won it back to back or there was 4 years where nobody everybody won it each time. So it's it's unpredictable. The Giants are doing well in their signings and trades and stuff like that. I love the new regime for the Giants but Let's do shout outs. You do shout outs and we wrap it up. I gotta edit this podcast.
2: So I mean, before I, I get into it, I you know, I wanna say shout out to Rio once again for hopping on and breaking a lot of stuff down with us and just kicking it with us for, for a little while. That was that was really awesome. I love that. He's definitely gonna be back on and you know, whenever we do. We might even get on some lives with him on Instagram or, or whatever to before UFC fights and kind of shit like that. But pretty much the only shout out I got right now for this week, besides everything else that we shouted out. I'm trying to find South Florida people that I know or have networked with or interacted with the past few years that are kind of doing their own thing, which is why I wanted to have Rio on, which is why I've shouted out Dan and the Locks business, Locks Plus, and my boy Didi with Nick's Pizza and Deerfield, all that stuff, man just go get you some pizza. You own a business, you need something done with locks, hit up Dan Locks Plus, all that shit. But my boy Stilo Del Rey, man, this dude is just he kills it with bathrooms and any like art art deco stuff he's got going on. Pretty much he specializes in curbless bathrooms, organic organic business through word of mouth. He doesn't do ads, he just loves what he does and improves from job to job. He works with the little man. I asked him what he's got going on, just break it down for me, and that's what I've been doing. He works with a little man to get them going. Kind of what we're doing as well, you know. that fuck big companies, they already have a monopoly. So, you know, he's trying to do his own thing. Just follow him on Instagram. Follow his page, his Instagram for his business. I sent him that stuff. And he's, is, uh, I'll tell you right now what it is. Of course, he don't got it in his damn fucking bio. I think it's like Paris Deco LLC, I believe. We'll, we'll tag it and, you know, do all that kind of stuff. But if you buy, if you just bought a house or you need your bathroom done or anything like that, hit him up. He's, he's going to do some good stuff. Follow him on Instagram first so you can see the work that he does. But he's just mad dedicated. So that's what's up. That's, that's what I got, man.
1: All right, brother. Um, shout outs for me. Shout out my nephew, Sebastian. He's turning one on Thursday. I'll be in New York for his birthday going tomorrow, Tuesday. Um, yeah, that that'll be special. I've That's spent awesome. every um you know, being in South Florida, I've you know, connecting with my uh, my nephews whatever is is important to me because uh my other nephew Lucas is going to turn 7 this year and I've been to every single birthday is his of his that I would never imagine that I would be and Sebastian I'm going to be in town for his first birthday and it means a lot. So I'm like am a decent uncle at the end. of the day. So like you're a
2: great uncle.
1: Thanks, man. I can't say that decent. for my you're uncle. I can't, uncle. I can't say that for my uncles. Um, but that's, what's important is, uh, sometimes that. you either. why your you uncles either, catch you your either, like that? <laughs> no, no, all trees. What? Cause what I'm trying to say is like a lot of people have the impression is just because you were treated some type of way or, Life was a certain way for you. You got to repeat that. And that's not true. Like, grow the fuck up and be a better person or right. do better every single time. So I could be easily said, like, oh, I live in Florida. I can't get to every birthday or situation. Facts. That's true. And, and I'm talking about uncles that lived three miles away from me. Down the street. Nah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So fuck okay, that. Whatever. Gorgeous. Just be better. Um, shout out uh, Broward Vintage, Ben. He's moving into a new crib in Coconut nice. Creek. Uh, oh, big yeah. time. He's getting married in June. He listens to the podcast oh, every single sure. week. We're congrats, business partners congrats. at this point. So um, you know, we do business together with his proud uh, Vintage on eBay. Uh, selling vintage merch and all that. So that's all I got on my end, brother. Um, I got one last went- thing. Go ahead.
2: Just some, you know, little words of wisdom. Something that I've been picking up from... You know, life and just doing this podcast with you over the last—I don't know what's going on—two years now, right? With utility players, where that was yeah. Well, yeah, we're we're over a hundred on episodes two in. years. We're we're, we're over a hundred doing a podcast. Yeah, yeah, we're we're over a hundred episodes deep now with with podcasts. Uh, actually, we did thirty-nine sixty-eight. Yeah, we're we're a hundred deep. If you're trying to like make something for yourself, like a podcast or a business you know whether you want to start it up on instagram or just a page for anything that you're passionate in at this point do that shit don't worry about what people that know you or you know are going to think because i guarantee you the people that are going to support you the most and the people that are going to fuck with you the most and people that are going to repost you and subscribe and do whatever are people you don't know and don't know you that's, that's how the internet is, and it's, it's fucking great to see. And it's also sad to see at the same time because you're like, damn, I thought I knew someone, or mm-hmm. I thought, like, whatever about this person. And you got to take that in a positive way and just, like, make sure that the people that are fucking with you, you make time for them and distance yourself. And this is just past the fucking internet now, and whatever you're doing, that's just some real-life shit. You can say no to people. You can say something that you don't want to go to or you don't feel like going. Like just fucking worry about you at the end of the day. Yeah, your family, you know, your brother, sister, mom, dad, whatever you got going on, and really close friends and whatnot. But just do that shit. Don't don't worry about it. And I've fucking witnessed that firsthand with the podcast. And I'm glad we did this. And I'm glad we started doing this and have kept consistent with it because now some of those people that have fucked with us, like now I want to meet those people. And build with them and continue growing with them as well. So,
1: Shout out you, DJ Kuzmo. I'm hitting you up this week. (laughs) Hey, that boy, DJ Kuzmo. Ah, DJ Kuzmo. Let's (laughs) hang out.
2: That'll be tight, bro. Do it. Do it. Hell yeah.
1: Hell yeah. Oh, shout out Ashley Mann, too, that uh, logged into the lab. She did. Hopefully she's coming over. Hopefully she's coming over for WrestleMania weekend when I get back from New York. So that's another connection. Purely Podcast.
2: Don't know her other her. than
1: podcasting, so um, you hopefully you get to her. hang out. Hopefully Damn I'll right. be hosting her yeah. at the crib, so that's awesome.
2: Yeah, just do that shit, bro. Don't, don't worry about it, and just be consistent. That's, that's the only two things I got with you. Don't worry about what people say, and be consistent, because that's what that's also helped us a lot, too.
1: All right, brother. Episode 68, we appreciate Rua, Rio again. Uh, I hit fitness. IHP uh,
2: fit. fitness.
1: Oh, IHP fit.
2: fitness. Episode yep. 69. <laughs> Next week. <laughs> 69.
1: <laughs> um, Great guest. We're gonna um, <laughs> we went a long time without having a guest, but I'm glad we didn't because we didn't force it. We didn't have a guest on just, just cause, to you have know what one. I mean? Yeah. So yeah. there was times where we could have had one on easily. But I think it was in our best interest not to just have one just to think we needed one. Um, So um, we're going to try to do our best effort to continue to have uh, guests because it uh, changes things up. It gets us more creative and everything. But um, yeah, that was a great episode. Provocative.
2: Gets the people
1: going. Uh, Episode 68. Elvis Escobar, Fort Sama, Enter the Lab. Exit the Lab. Everything will be posted on in two hours. So you guys can enjoy on audio and YouTube with timestamps. Peace.